You're listening to the best breakfast show in the land. Good morning, Claudine. Thank you so much for hanging on the line. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So Claudine is a policy lecturer at VIRTS specializing in gender diversity. Claudine, um, I would love to know what your views are on the proposal uh, that's been tabled by the basic uh, education department. And also, are you able to simplify it for us? What does it actually mean around gender in schools? Okay, I think um, the best way to put it is that our constitution talks about um, uh, non-discrimination on the basis of gender and sexual orientation. But what it doesn't tell us is how that would be done or how that would be achieved. So um, the Department of Education um, has to, within the mandate of its um, its portfolio of delivering education, consider how that would look like. And that would mean that learners who do not conform to uh, the typical, which we call binary gender, mm-hmm. which is sex and, um, sorry, which is the sex that we're born with, which we typically uh, ascribe male and female characteristics to. So there are learners who don't fall within those two um, um, categories. And those are the learners that we're talking about right now. So what that would look like is the uniform, for instance, that would typically be worn by girls and boys. If a boy, oh, sorry, if a learner who you previously knew as a boy would then say, um, I, I don't um, ascribe to a male uh, identity. I ascribe to a female identity or, an, or I'm androgynous. Yeah. That would mean that um, that learner is uh, either going to wear um, a skirt if that's what they choose or uh, a pants. But I think what schools are doing now is just having pants so that learners would just wear pants and it's um, a way of neutralizing that. And that would be the uniform. With regards to um, the, 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 the curriculum content, because often we talk about Betty and Jane, and yeah. we talk about them as he and she. That would be a way of neutralizing. That would call would would call the 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 the, 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 the characters in a story them or they. Um, but I think what also needs to be considered is that um, it's a, it's it's an automatic thing for people to go to when you look at somebody and say she and he. So it's to take that away and to ensure that this person then says to you, no, I am they or I am she, and to call them by the pronoun that they prefer. So I think that is the thinking, and um, I think it's very difficult for them because of the the different layers that they they sort of crisscross. And the bathrooms, in a sense, is also um, another way of legitimizing learners who are gender non-conforming, if we can say that, or who are non-binary. It seems like there is friction when it comes to the differentiation between sex and gender, because sex is what we're born with. Ten fingers, ten toes, it's a boy, it's a girl. A male or female, um, but when it comes to gender, they, 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 we, we just can't grasp that people are able to choose. How can we start these conversations and challenge these kind of conversations in a school setting? I think it starts at the home. I think the school is already late if you get mm. a child to school with certain beliefs, because I don't think these kids are taught to bully at school. I don't think they're taught to. Uh, disregard uh, learners with different uh, gender uh, gender um, uh, um, identities at, at school. So I think it's something that we need to start at home. The conversation needs to start at home. Yeah. And already we know at home there are serious problems with us having such strong religious beliefs that often contradict this, um, this um, um, uh, how can I say, constitutional pronouncement. So I think we need to be honest as a, a society, I think. The church needs to come forward and say, if this is something that they are not for, what what is it that they're willing to do? 
to um, yeah. contribute to this discourse, yeah. yeah. And the, 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 the Islamic community alike, the Jewish community alike. So everybody needs to come forward and say, then what? Yes. Yeah. You know? So, so we are trying to obviously find the balance between making people who are non-binary comfortable, right? What, yes. What if I am okay with, I don't know, with my binary, with the sex that I'm born with? What if I'm like, listen, it's okay that you, you are non-binary, but I, myself, am male, I identify as male, and I'm a girl, and I identify as a girl, and I'm a she, and I don't want to be in the same toilets, for example, as someone who I regard um, as, a, as a boy. So as much as I want you to be comfortable being non-binary, mm. and that's fine, I also believe that my binary or the sex that I'm born with is the correct sex. So how do we strike the balance between people who are happy with the sex and think that they are born in the right, in the, in the, in the right sex, mm. saying, because, because if, you, if, if you acknowledge your sex and you are happy with it, there are certain things that you might not want to do in front of the other sex because you see them as different to you. Am I making yeah. sense? How do we strike no. that balance? I think had we from the beginning understood that we are different and we respect each other's difference, we wouldn't be in the position that we're in. I think we're in here because in a sense, we sort of said there are only two sexes and that's all there is. Is so, someone allowed to believe that? I believe so. I think the constitution allows you to believe what you want to believe. The, the, the constitution just doesn't allow you to infringe on somebody else's right to believe what they want to believe can I, can in I, this regard. Can I just come in there? Sorry to cut yeah. you off. So it's just that I've got so many quid that people have said. So yeah. with you saying that the constitution mm. allows you to believe it. So what yes. if someone believes that there are two sexes, right? Yes. And so according to them, there are only two. So they don't believe that you believe that you are, you're, you're, a, yeah. you're a female if you look like a male or you're a yeah. male if you're a female. And they don't have a problem with you. Are you not mm. infringing on their rights by forcing them to believe that you feel like you're a female when they see you as a male? It may seem like an infringement, but if your belief in any ways um, sort of puts that person in a marginalized position where they have to denounce their gender or sex, um, or sorry, their gender identity, mm -hmm. then you're infringing on their rights. So it's not about asserting on each other mm. what you believe. It's about respecting what the other chooses to be called by so it's not about us correcting each other it's about saying this is who you say you are and i respect that i'll step back you know i won't say to you no but actually you're a man or no but you're actually a woman i can see that you're a woman and that is i think uh the point of uh contention but is what that if that's what i believe so, so what if, I, what, what if I don't that? say it but that's what what if when i see you irrespective yeah. of what you say you are right i respect yeah. it so let's say you let's say unala comes tomorrow to work and says she feels like she's a man Mm. As a respect, as a person that respects, I respect her, Nala. I, if you say you're you're a man, and that's what you feel like. That's okay. I believe uh, that's okay, right? Yeah. I don't believe it, but I respect it. And obviously, yeah. it's not like I'm trying to. So it's okay. You can believe it. But what if I don't believe it? I don't know. If you yeah. don't believe it, it's not like we have to force you to believe it. All I'm saying is these non-beliefs often then result in somebody saying, I'm going to show you that you're a woman and I'm going to rape you so that you know that you're a woman or I'm going to lift up your skirt and show you that you're a man, which are acts of discrimination. So it's not so much that you don't have the right to believe what you believe. Your right to believe what mm -hmm. you believe is fine, but don't infringe on yes. the rights of somebody else to believe. So it's all Even about the rights and the infringement of that right. Yeah. It's not so much about your belief. It's not about yeah. you at should that we moment. Should we then not deal with the actual crime? Because, because if... If we, if we take sex away from it, right? If we take yeah. sex away, the fact that someone's male or female, mm. the act that we are dealing with is crime. 
Because, we, I mean, we, if we talk about bullying. Yeah. At school, I went to an all-boys school. Okay. Yeah. And obviously back then, no one had come out and said, look, I'm non-binary. I mean, it was, it was back in the days when yeah. there were standards, you know? Yeah. Um, and back in those days, there were kids that were bullied anyway, because humans bully each other anyway. Yeah. But I think uh, the bullying part, I think, in a sense, when it comes to the gender um, um, identities and the bullying, the consequences thereof... Um, are, are problematic, but we don't want to get to a point where there's a crime. Yeah. And I think we have gotten to a point where society is only dealing with consequences. You know, we're getting to the end of it. And like we're saying, we've left it for 28 years too late. These things should have been done the moment that uh, legislation was put out. So we've gotten used to our way of life and we've normalized it. And we only deal with the crimes, the corrective rape, the homophobic bullying. We even have terms for it, the hate crimes. So I think, um, we need to take a couple of steps back and say, what were we intending to do with this legislation? Mm -hmm. Have we changed the hearts of our nation? Because we call ourselves the rainbow nation. This is what gives us clout on the, 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 the global stage. We say we are a human rights nation. Okay. And we set ourselves apart from other countries in Africa. We're very proud of that title. But in our hearts, we're not living up to that. Yeah. In the way we in interact with people, unless they're entertaining us, we don't tolerate them. Yeah, and, and it I is think, all about yeah, tolerance. Sorry, sorry, no, it definitely is all about tolerance, and I think we should uh, be aware of that. So when we come back, we're going to take some of your calls on zero eight six triple zero two four seven nine. Also, the voice notes are coming in zero six zero five eight four two two five zero. We are talking gender fluidity, understanding tolerance, challenging stereotypes in the school setting. Not an easy And just to say, before the parents come through, I, I know sometimes, because parents struggle to use the right terms, mm. let's try and be a bit of a bit understanding and try and guide each other. Because we've got kids, because yeah. we want our kids to be comfortable. Also, somewhere out there, there is a kid. Who's affected by who, our conversation. Yes. Yes. Okay, so we're going to be taking some of your calls um, on 86 uh, we're going to go through to the lines. We have got Ntombi Zugo. Good morning, Tombi. Welcome to the show. Okay, wait. Ntombi, you're not on. Let's try that. Hello? Good, morning. Good morning. How are you? Yes, how are you? Yes, we can hear you, Ntombi. Ayanda. Oh, Ayanda. Ayanda. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Good morning, Ayanda. Ayanda. Yes, I can hear you, Ayanda. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes, Ayanda, we're listening to you, sir. Please speak up. Oh, sorry. I didn't hear that. No, I'm saying we are listening to you. We are listening. Yes. Yes, uh, I just want to comment about what uh, currently we're talking about, about this binary unisex thing that is uh, going to be trying to be implemented. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just wanted to find out now, with this thing being going to be implemented in our schools, currently in our government school, we've got a problem of kids that are getting raped. Then how the government is going to sort that problem out? We've got kids, we've got children that are girls which now they have to share the same sex with the same toilet with the same sex, with the different sex, which is going to be a big problem. Ayanda, can I ask you a question? Um, because yes. obviously Ayanda is not representing the government. She's just explaining it to us. Um, yes. Sorry, I mean, I mean Claudine. I just wanted to ask you a question. Do, do you believe that someone can be non-binary? That someone can be how they feel? To be honest with you, I, I, I don't believe it's non-binary because I can see that it's something that has been pushed around the world uh, currently, I just saw a clip which was uh, a, a president of, of, of Kenya. He was shoving down his clothes that he needs to attend to uh, this binary thing. And the government said, no, there are bigger problems than this. So this you, thing has been shoved to us. 
it's like being pressed. We need to accept it by force, you know? Okay, okay, and, okay, okay. Yeah. We get your point. Sorry, Thank man, I need you, to go because... Um, your, your comment worries me, though, Bongani, because it's almost like saying if I am born of a, a, a white person and a black person and I happen to be mixed race, I can't say I don't identify as colored. I identify as mixed race. Mm. Yes, you can choose. And also, it's not an Guys, option. I didn't say that you can't. I'm asking the question. Yes, the, that's the answer also, for me. Also, it shouldn't be asking if... Uh, are you believing me or you're not believing me it's not yeah. for you to believe or not or yeah. to believe or not to believe it's what i feel i completely agree with you guys but what i'm saying is we also can't dismiss like what i understand saying because those are the those are the people out there that our kids if they're non-binary have to deal with uh claudine um yes i i hear ayanda's question and he talks about rape but um we often conflate issues in our country i mean rape has been there it's been there it's serious it's 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 frustrates all of us we fear when your child is not in front of you you pray to god that they're okay Mm -hmm. but this is a different level of um violation of human rights i mean rape is something that we need to ask our brothers our 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 fathers our sons you know or to teach them that this is not okay you know, and I know it's not only males who rape, but they are the the majority. So it's 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 a problem in and of itself, um, the, the 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 problem of rape. But I don't think that toilets necessarily would result in higher levels of rape. If rape is happening now, the kids who are raping have been raping. They're not going to start raping because now there's a toilet. We yeah, hope. Yeah. You know, and any the fact that would say um, Emakaya. I mean, I grew up in a rural school. We don't have male female demarcation on our toilet doors in Ghana's seven seat toilets you know Maganja, everyone goes in the same toilet yes you know so and that's a university when they get there they're going to find unisex bathrooms okay you know we've got sorry, an- no sorry we've got another call we've got brian online so good morning brian how are you guys yes we're listening to you brian speak yeah um you know this is a very not interesting but um it's a very important discussion um i think but also it's also you know dangerous if people comment on these guidelines without having checked or read through the document because I think also um, the guidelines have been misrepresented I mean represented by a lot of people. For example, um this whole thing has been sensationalized. I mean no one is saying we're doing away with really I mean with um you know binary toilets or bathrooms. We're just saying we'll continue having that too, you know, for males and females, but create another option for learners who might not, you know, um, fit into the box, fit into the binary. So no one is saying do away with, um, you know, uh, um, what we currently have, but he's saying let, let us accommodate learners who do not, you know, um, um, fit. Um, because we we can have this debate and, you know, um, say whatever we want to say, but the reality is that we are a diverse uh, population and our diversity should not only be limited to, you know, culture, languages, and race. But it should also extend it to different sexual orientations, gender identities, and expressions. And that makes perfect sense from from Brian. Um, Claudette, in terms of making people um, at ease, because I'm feeling, I'm sure you can hear that it's two extremes. There are people that are coming with a lot of anger when it comes to this conversation. How mm-hmm. do we make sure that everyone can pellet the conversation and people are actually okay? Because you can hear I- that people are coming from... Um, opposite ends, and they are very upset. I think for me, like Ubongani just spoke now, the the point is not to almost preempt the process. It's almost like we already know what's going to happen, you know. And um, the fact that we um, we've already have we almost have ideas of the type of characteristics that uh, LGBTQI plus individuals have, like they're deviant. Yeah. They're going to do things to our children because that's what it sounds like. 
you know. And the fact, the reason I don't want to talk about the types or the number of toilets is because I know some schools will have like one toilet, mm. you know. And then if we say there are three toilets, that means that the, the, the department has to build additional toilets. And we know mm. there's challenges there already. Yeah. So in a sense, as much as this is like, no, everybody will have their toilet. We know the reality on the ground. And sometimes it will be that learners are using one toilet as they already are you know in some in instances but i think the one thing that um this thing is uh, this thing is revealing in us is our as our our fear yeah. our fear and the things we don't talk about ordinarily that we only wait until boiling point to talk about and then and we react that, yeah yes yes and this is what we find the fear that is not dealt with on a day-to-day -day basis so these conversations need to be had more often uh Bongani. we've got voice notes coming through take a listen to this one please okay Shosho Bongani and the team uh, on the real talk yeah, we're trying to be modest. Uh, I, I, I want to be educated as others, but if ever now I have a feeling that I'm a cow, as long you are not harming anyone, you are not endangering anyone, I believe you must be allowed to mm. feel like you're a cow. Yeah. But to force me to uh, see you as a cow is something else. You understand? So... The mere fact this thing depends on a feeling. It cannot be verified. Because now, what if now I say, I know I'm a I'm oh, sorry. girl, whatever, but I'm still a boy, but it's a feeling. So it cannot be tested. You just have to take it on my word for it. You don't have to. Good morning, Tumilon Gang Gang. Good morning, Bongan. Good morning, Nala no Lunuabo. Good morning. Uh, my thought about the topic. No, uh, let's stick to old way. Boys toilet, let it be boys toilet. Girls toilet, let it be girls toilet. Yes, it's all about the cultural semans. It's part of infundo. It respect. It color lap. Yeah. In the best name, let's see. Bona, you might see you social media. Plus, and man, you found the sevens are cooler than before. So, so. Um, do you think a lot of the comments that we are getting come from like internalized uh, homophobia, like where we aren't aware of it, but deep down we are homophobic. We just, we've just never dealt with it. Yeah, I think all of us are homophobic from one angle or another. We need to be aware of that, that our society tells us this, this is abnormal. And the moment you want to love or to extend grace, you always have to chastise yourself, whether it's from a Christian perspective. And this is something we need to own up to because what we're doing is having this, we're floating right now. You know, we're, we're going with the flow, but actually what's in crunch time is going to come and we need to be true to what people really believe. And we've been denying it. And I think these conversations are healthy for that because we can work through it. Mm, um, and mm. that's what is important. Uh, Claudine, as we wrap, um, closing remarks, like as parents, what do we do? Mm. Like, how do we how do we prepare ourselves? I think people need to speak. Uh, the comments are coming out, I believe, in January. I don't know when parents need to be involved in their children's education. What they want needs to be uh, discussed. I don't think the department is closed-minded. Uh, whatever proposals are there, they want participation. And this, I think, has, has shown that there's need for the voice of parents and civil society. Um, that's uh, Claudine. Uh, policy lecture advert specializing in gender diversity. Thank you so much, Claudine. We left Thanks. the conversation too late in there generally because yes. now 
we're at a point where there's non-binary that we need to understand. And in this country, we still don't understand just the LGBT, you know? <laughs> and now we... The, the, yeah, no. We no, I... I see up Pizzle and it's yeah. so much deeper. And Which yeah. is why we need to read Lonabo. We need to conscientize our children. We yes. need to have these conversations at home. Yeah. And I'm just saying, where toilets are concerned, I really love a clean toilet. And the non-binary toilet, I know, is going to be the best. So I'm, that's what I'm choosing. Hashtag the takeoff at Radio 2000 ZA on all social media platforms. Be part of an award-winning team.